Previously on Thomas and the Bible, we read an incredibly raunchy allegory which ends with talking about seeking meat in period sex, which somehow related to the sins of the Israelites. As a matter of course, God gets angry and talks about how he will decimate them. Thomas must have been busy last week because we have a Thomas Young count of four. Thank you, Harley, for that intro. Um, so, you know, someone mentioned on Twitter uh, to Harley, like he should start a patron for his um, a Patreon for his intros. And uh, I think Harley kind of laughed it off, but I don't know. I was thinking that might be a good idea. I don't. So, I like Harley's intros a lot. So I was thinking, um, you know, get in touch with me if you like that idea, or get in touch with him on Twitter and make him do that. And you know, maybe we can get Harley a few bucks for doing these intros. Um, as a, as a token of appreciation, put me down for a, uh, for a pledge there, Harley. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, let me know, uh, email me or, or contact me or, uh, Harley or whatever. If you think that's a good idea, I know a lot of people like them and, uh, I count myself in that group. So this is episode one, are we on 170? We're on 170. And uh, I did, I finally uh, plugged in the countdown to my little spreadsheet here. 28 episodes, including this one, until the New Testament. 28. So, we're so close, yet so far. That really... Eh, it's really not very close, because that's 28 weeks, and unless uh, somehow I get a ton of patrons. Um, <laughs> as if I, I do have goals on there for uh, increasing the episode output, but I don't think we're uh, too near them yet, but who knows. But anyway, so that's probably 28 weeks, uh, which is a long time. But, uh, you know, and then finally we'll get to something maybe interesting. Who knows? Maybe the uh, last parts of the Old Testament will be... De- I, couldn't even, I couldn't even finish that sentence. That's so ridiculous. So today we're on Lamentations. We're going to finish Lamentations, which is a short and completely pointless book. And we're going to get to a longer pointless book, which is Ezekiel. So, uh, well, let's, let's just polish off some Lamentations here. Although you can't polish a turd. How or can you? I think there was a MythBusters on that, and they did or something. I don't know. How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out of the top of every street. The precious sons of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how they are esteemed as earthen pitchers, the works of the hands of the potter. Even the sea monsters dry out the breast. What? They give suck to their young ones. The daughter of my people has become cruel like the ostriches in the wilderness. The tongue, that's no joke. Ostriches are really mean. I don't know if that's a translation thing, if they if they knew at the time how mean ostriches were, or if that came with later scientific development, but uh, ostriches are dicks. Like, they're really bad. I knew, I, I wouldn't, you know, had a business deal with one went south, but uh, no, they're, they're, they're mean. The tongue of the suckling child cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for the first. The young children ask bread, and no man breaketh it unto them. They that did feed delicately are desolate in the streets. They that were brought up in scarlet embraced dunghills. 
For the punishment of the iniquity of the daughter of my people is greater than the punishment of the sin of Sodom that was overthrown as in a moment, and no hand stayed on her. Her Nazarites were purer than snow, they were whiter than milk, they were more ruddy in body than rubies, their polishing was of sapphire, their visage is blacker than a coal, they are not known in the streets, their skin cleaveth to their bones, it is withered, it has become like a stick. They that be slain with the sword are better than they that be slain with hunger, for these pine away, stricken through for want of the fruits of the field. The hands of the pitiful women have sodden their own children. They were in their meat in the destruction of the daughter of my people. The Lord hath accomplished his fury. He hath poured out his fierce anger, and hath kindled a fire in Zion, and hath devoured the foundations thereof. The kings of the earth and all the inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy should have entered into the gates of Jerusalem. For the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests that should sh- that have shed the blood in the ju- sorry of the just in the midst of her. They have wandered as blind men in the streets, and they have polluted themselves with blood so that men could not touch their garments. They have cried unto them, Depart ye, it is unclean, depart, depart, touch not. When they fled away and wandered, they said among the heathen, They shall no more sojourn there. The angel of the Lord hath divided them. He will no more regard them. They respect not the persons of the priests. They favored not the elders. As for us, our eyes as yet failed for our vain help. In our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. They hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. Our end is near, our days are fulfilled, for our end is come. Our persecutors are swifter than the eagles of the heaven. They pursued us upon the mountains. They laid wait for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord, was taken in their pits, of whom we said, Under his shadow we shall live among the heathen. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom, that dwellest in the land of Uz. The cup also shall pass through unto thee, thou shalt be drunken, and make thyself naked. The punishment of thine iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no more carry thee away into captivity. He will visit thine iniquity, O daughter of Edom. He will discover thy sins. Um, so I know I, I'm getting a, a... I think my downloads have gone up because they, they go up every time I go on CogDisc because those guys have a lot of uh, listeners. And I just want to let everyone know, yes, the show is always this boring. There's nothing interesting about this show. I don't know why anyone listens to it, but (laughs) I think at one time the Bible said something interesting. Now we're just all trying to get through it. I mean, am I right? There's just nothing interesting is happening. It's the same thing's been said a million times. But we're very, uh, there's always the promise that something interesting might happen. Like Ezekiel, that sounds recognizable. Maybe there's something interesting in there. So we'll get to it. Um, and I was just, I just remembered a note. I just watched the uh, note, not for this show, but for uh, Comedy Shoeshine, which is available in fine podcast stores everywhere. Pick up a copy of Comedy Shoeshine. Um, I, I just watched the uh, the third Hobbit and it's pretty, pretty underwhelming. Martin Freeman is the best. And if it weren't for Martin Freeman, I would not even probably wouldn't even bother watching. Um, I'm a huge Tolkien fan, but not really of the movies. And uh, The Hobbit is uh, just pretty, uh, pretty underwhelming, pretty, 
pretty bad all around. But I, I'll probably I just remembered that I saw it and then I was going to review it possibly in uh, Comedy Shoeshine. So you can check that out if you want to hear something interesting. <laughs> so, you know, you want to hear something where something happens. All right, let's finish Lamentations. We're doing it. We're finishing it. Remember, O Lord, what has come upon us. Consider and behold our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers, our houses to aliens. We are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money. Our wood is sold unto us. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the the Egyptians and to the Assyrians to be satisfied with bread. Our fathers have sinned and are not. We have borne their iniquities. Servants have ruled over us. There is none that doth deliver us out of their hand. We got our bread with the peril of our lives because the sword of the wilderness. Our skin was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. They ravished the women in Zion and the maids in the cities of Judah. Princes are hanged up by their hand. The faces of elders were not honored. They took the young men to grind, and the children fell under the wood. The elders have ceased from the gates, the young men from their music. The joy of our heart has ceased, our dance is turned into mourning. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe unto us that we have sinned. For this our heart is faint, for those things our eyes are dim. Because of the mountain of Zion, which is desolate, the foxes walk upon it. Thou, O Lord, remainest forever, thy throne from generation to generation. Wherefore dost thou forget us forever and forsake us so long time? Turn us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned. Renew our days as of old. But thou hast utterly rejected us. Thou art very wroth against us. Finally, done with lamentations. Um, All right, so Ezekiel. um, Yeah, Ezekiel. So I tried to look it up. Ezekiel means... (laughs) I tried to look it up. I couldn't do it. Couldn't look it up. No, I looked it up. It means may God strengthen him. Or God will strengthen or something. Uh, Yeah, so Ezekiel seems to be another prophet. So that's not a good sign. Um, unless, you know, Ezekiel actually does something interesting. You know, I seem to remember, I could be totally wrong and it'll be interesting, but isn't the, um, isn't the verse that Samuel L. Jackson reads in Pulp Fiction, isn't that from Ezekiel? Ezekiel. It just sounds really familiar. Or, or you know what? Is someone's name Ezekiel? I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I've seen that movie several times, but I, I don't have that great of a memory for it. Um, but I swear that quote was from Ezekiel. I guess we'll find out. So I'll be on the lookout, although it's a long book. So someone will probably tell me before before I get far enough to know for sure that it's not in there. So anyway, uh, it's another book from another prophet. It looks like, uh, let's see, let's see here. Yep. Nope. Nothing interesting. So we'll see how the, um, the book turns out. Maybe it'll be different. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Now it came to pass in the, sorry, this is Ezekiel 1. We're going to read through um, Ezekiel 3 today. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captains by the river of Chabar, that the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. Uh, In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of the king of Jehoiachin's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi. Buzi! And that sounds like a frat boy's like nickname for some reason. Buzi! Hey, it's Buzi! Or Boozy. Boozy would be a good one too. It's like Uzi, but with a B. 
Yeah, chug, chug, chug. In the land of the Chaldeans by the river Chibar, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it. And out of the midst thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire, also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings. (laughs) All right, guys, we're getting some crazy-ass animals. That's always fun. Um, let's see. And their feet were straight feet, and their sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the wings of a man under the wings of their four sides, and the four, and they, and they four had their faces and their wings. Oh, that was just weird wording. Their wings were joined one to another. Well, you can't, how are you going to fly if your wings are together? Doesn't make any sense. They turned not when they went. They went everyone straight forward. So they can only fly straight? How do they... How do you turn... What is, what is this completely impractical beast you're describing? I have to say, though, uh, if this is what Ezekiel is like, so far so good, because <laughs> this is effing ridiculous. <laughs> That's my kind of Bible. So we got a, a four-faced... Hold on, let me backtrack here. We got a, a four-faced, four-winged... Four animals that are all four, are they one thing? But they're like connected. And their feet were straight. The sole of their feet was in a cast foot. And they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. Four sides? And the four had their face, and they four had their faces in their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. So they can't turn. So if they, whatever happens if they pass you, they're ah, sh- sorry, I'll catch you next time I'm around the earth. Sorry, I, I went too far. I didn't, I didn't put on the brakes soon enough. They can't turn, or something. I don't. I'm not sure if that's what that means. As for the likeness of their faces, this ought to be good. They four had the face of a man, the face of a lion on the right side, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. So they're like cubes. Are they each a cube or are they? All for making up a cube. Is that what it is? Or something? I don't know. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to an... Okay, that's it. I have to Google this. There's Someone has made an image of this. Uh, Ezekiel 1. Ezekiel 1. Be, uh, beast? I don't know. Animal? Ezekiel's vision. Ezekiel 1 vision. See if someone's tried to draw this thing. All right, we got <laughs> freaking Bible, and I love how people have to like <laughs> people have to take this thing seriously. Like they can't just say, oh, "This is bullshit." Whatever. Someone, many people throughout history have been like, "All right, well, this is what he saw." So <laughs> let me try to take pen to paper here, and uh, let me let me get my watercoloring set and try to paint whatever the hell this guy saw. So, I've seen some really bad animation of it. That's pretty good. I'm trying to think. Is it four different animals? That's the thing I can't tell. So, we got one early on here. All right, we got one here. Give me a zoom in. Can I zoom into this? Ezekiel Vision. Zoom, damn you. All right, well, I can't zoom for some reason. Zoom in. 
Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Zoom and weigh in. So it's, so they're all standing. <laughs> this is so good. Guys, look at Wikipedia. There's the Ezekiel Vision Wikipedia page, I guess. I don't know. And it's like this cluster of just random animal parts, you know, because like it's such a cluster F. There's like everyone's got wings and they're all touching. They have different faces. So this uh, artist, this rendering, this police sketch of like this weird animal that Ezekiel saw. In this one, it is like four guys standing back to back and they make up a cube and then they each have a different animal face. But in other ones, it's like one face has all four animal things. So I don't know what to believe. (laughs) Frankly, I need to know what this guy saw. Uh, And then like God is sitting up in a chair above it, which is so funny. God's sitting in a chair. Yeah. God just sits. He just sits in a chair. Uh, Anyway. So yeah, this is hilarious. Uh, (laughs) And where was I? Now I got to find where I was. And they went they went upon their four sides. They turned not when they went. So there's no turning as for their rings, because of course they had rings. They were so high. They were dreadful and their rings were full of eyes round about them for, do they need more body parts? And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were, so they're on wheels. They're on wheels now. What, what, I thought they had wings. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. Thither was the spirit to go, and the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. Wheels. Did I miss something? Living creature, right? No, that's a... Yeah, just started talking about wheels all of a sudden. And the likeness of the firmament upon their heads of the living creature was as the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above, And under the firmament were their wings straight, and one toward the other. Every one had two which covered on this side, and every one had two which covered on that side in their bodies. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings like the noise of great waters, which I don't know how these wings are working. They're all attached as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech, as the noise of an host when they stood. They let down their wings, and there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads, when they stood and had let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above it. Oh, well, that's why that's why the picture had God sitting in a throne because the Bible says so. Yeah, so God is... <laughs> oh, man, I... <laughs> I'm having just a like a uh, overdose of stupidity right now. Like I can't, I, uh, too much. My RAM is is, you know, my CPU, it's burning. It's just on fire right now. I need a cooling system for the just to process the dumbness. Okay, look, I understand. Back in the time, maybe people were kind of impressed by this. Like you just, oh, there's there's a bird and it had a head, it had four heads and and his wings and it had four like. Somehow describing some ridiculous monstrosity gives you some credence or, you know, makes it believable that you've talked to God. Nowadays, not too impressive. And also, the idea that God would be sitting in a throne is just the stupidest. I don't, like, how many people who are even believe in God now? What percent of Christians, if you just asked them, like, hey, does God 
does God sit in a throne? They'd be like, no, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Why would God sit in a throne? He's a, he's love, man. He's an all. He's a, he's just a be. He's he's a spirit. He doesn't sit in a throne. Yeah, sure. Well, this vision says he sits in a throne. So then this is wrong, right? This is totally. Oh well, that's uh, you know, that's just poetry, you know. Yeah, except it's really bad poetry and it's inaccurate. So what? What's the point? Anyway. Uh, and their voice, there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and they let down their wings and above the firmament. Oh, I already read that. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire around within it from the appearance of his loins, even upward. And from the appearance of his loins, even downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire and it had brightness round about as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud and the day of rain. So was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face and heard a voice of one that spake. Ezekiel 2. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me, and set upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. And he said unto me, Son of a man, I I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that hath rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even to this very day. Um, For they are impudent children and stiff-hearted. I do send thee, uh, sorry, I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God. And they, whether they will hear and whether they will forbear, for they are a rebellious house, yet shall know that there hath been a prophet among them. And thou, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns be with thee, and though and thou dost dwell among scorpions, be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And they shalt speak thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they will hear and whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee, be thou not rebellious like that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee. And when I looked, behold, an hand was sent to me, and lo, a roll of a book was therein, and it spread before me and was written in it and without. There was written therein lamentations and mourning and woe. See, this guy's smart. Ezekiel, he's like, I'm not I'm not writing any of this shit down. I'm just going to tell them that a book came to me. Oh, wait, but then he'd still have to write it down. Or maybe he had someone else do it. I don't know. I thought I had an idea and I was wrong. But <laughs> the other thing that's making me laugh is, so... There's, <laughs> let's just break this down, guys. There's God, let's just assume, just assume for fun that this Bible is real, which is something that, I don't know, 80% of people in this country think is true. Let's just assume the insane thought that this Bible has something real in it and that Ezekiel had this vision. So God is going to come down and appear to someone in a vision. But he's like, uh, they're not going to believe it if they just see a guy floating in a throne in the clouds. <laughs> no one will, uh, oh, that's just a party trick. Hey, come down. You know, like, so I need to create this weird monstrosity of an animal that's totally impractical and like just have it stand there. The animal doesn't do anything, keep in mind. This, this thing that I've seen, I think it just stands there, you know, or flies or floats or something. And he's like, I need to create that. Okay, now that you've seen that, Ezekiel, now you'll listen to me. <laughs> but it also says, like, the spirit went upon him. Just do that part. Do the spirit that went upon Like, who in their right mind could ever 
believe this. Like, it just doesn't make any sense on any level. Ezekiel 3, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, that thou f- eat that thou findest. Eat this... Wait, did I do this? No, I didn't. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. It's a delicious California roll, by the way. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. <laughs> they gave me too much of the... Uh, Oh, what's that green crap called? I never remember what it's called. Wasabi? Yeah, he gave me too much wasabi. and It was very entertaining. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then I did eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of an hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of a strange speech and of an hard language, whose words thou canst not understand. Surely had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted." Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. And as an adamant harder than flint have I made thy forehead. What? Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thine heart and hear with thine ears. And go, Get thee to them of the captivity unto their children of thy people, and speak unto them, and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Then the Spirit took me up, and I heard behind me a voice of great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from this place. I also heard the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another, and the noise of the wheels over against them, and a noise of great rushing. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me away. And I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit, but the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came to them of the captivity at Tel Abib, that dwelt by the river of Chabar, and I sat where they sat, and remained there astonished among them seven days. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth, and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he hath done, shall not be remembered. But his blood will I require at thine hand. Okay. So you have to kill... You know, this actually... I'm going to laugh if I'm totally wrong, but this kind of sounds like the structure of the quote in... Uh, in... Uh, what the hell? You know, the movie. What is, Pulp Fiction. It kind of sounds like the structure of it. When a righteous man doth turn... Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. 
Also, thou hast delivered thy soul. And sorry, I'm a little stuffed up. It's uh, giving me troubles. And the hand of the Lord was there upon me, and he said unto me, Arise, go forth into the plain, and I will there talk with thee. Then I arose and went forth into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there, as the glory which I saw by the river of Chabar, and fell on my face. Then the Spirit entered me, and set upon my feet, and spake with me, and said unto me, Go, shut thyself within thine house. But thou, O son of man, behold, they shall put bands upon thee, and shall bind thee with them, and shall not go out among them. And I will make thy tongue cleave to the roof of thy mouth, that thou shalt be dumb, and shall not be to them a reprover, for they are rebellious, they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, He that heareth, let him hear, and he that forbeareth, let him forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Uh, oh, that's it. So it's a little shorter probably because of the pages, blank parts of pages when you change uh, books there. But uh, I think the next one will be long. So yeah, interesting what's going on here. I, I have to say I like it because it's less boring than before. Um, oh man, I was going to say something. What was it? No, I think it was just that, that the structure does kind of sound like that quote. But I know I could just look it up, but that's not as fun. Do you ever do that? I like challenge myself. I, I don't, it doesn't work, but... <laughs> I can't look stuff up. Like I want to try to remember, you know, and, and, or I actually kind of just want to be surprised to stumble upon the quote. Um, I kind of remember it. I'll remember it if I see it, but it is KJV. So I don't, you know, it's King James. So I don't know if they use the King James in Pulp Fiction, but we'll see. I'm going to laugh if I'm wrong. I swear it's Ezekiel. I swear he says Ezekiel. Anyway, isn't it guys? Well, maybe I'm confusing because the guy's name is Zeke. Isn't that, uh, uh, John, you know, the gay, the gay one, John, uh, <laughs> Travolta, <laughs> you know, the gay one of, of the two, the gay one, uh, John Travolta. No, I, um, yeah. Isn't he named Zeke in that or no, someone else named Zeke. No, cause he's, his name, this is, never mind. Why am I still talking? <laughs> anyway, uh, everyone already knows this, uh, cause people who are into Pulp Fiction are really into Pulp Fiction and they probably know like every single, uh, character and all the lines and they're going to laugh at me. But anyway, uh, enough of this meaninglessness. I want to thank my patrons. I think I might add a new one. I will check here real quick. Uh, Let's see who is. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Ray Howell and Kevin Korb, I think are pretty new. Yeah. Very new. So thank you guys for jumping on board. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And uh, then, of course, I'd like to thank my top pledgers, Charles Bangwiener, John Bodley, Katie Quiznos, Tom Chambers, Marcel, Brian Gerford, Lee Primesberger, John P., David Vanderlies, Travis Peterson. And uh, yeah, thank you, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. You make this podcast happen. It would not happen if not for my generous patrons. So please join the ranks of my generous patrons. Patreon.com slash TNTheB. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nothing. You guys won't even notice it's gone. It's, it's, you know, dollar a show. I do, you know, four shows a month. You won't even know it's one coffee per month. And, uh, that's, that represents what, like four hours of, of work usually, at least for me. So, you know, that's come on, that's nothing. Uh, so thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And I will see you next week. <laughs>